0: Hello everybody, I've been asked what kind of guidance, what kind of structure, what kind of roadmap to share with you all on chores and providers. So uh, I've jotted down some things like a, a day of interventions, okay? So keep in mind that any guilt that any of us have about yesterday, we just need to flush, right? There's no reason to feel bad. There's nothing we can do about that. And these things we're about to talk about have been built over time. So um, uh, understand that too, right? That it it takes a while to build up a certain kind of traction, momentum. But today is still the most important day that you have with your kid. So as an example, tonight, um, uh, well, yesterday we finished up. We started Mary Poppins. I was lobbying for... Watching a Hamilton because <laughs> you can get it on Disney Station now, right? At Disney Channel, and so tonight John wanted to finish Mary Poppins, the original one. It was very sweet, right? So he was kind of cuddled up next to me, and there's some really important parent kid moments toward the end of that movie. A- and then I said, "All right, I want five minutes of Hamilton with you." And he, uh, we got into it. He was paying attention, and he finally he said, "Is it been five minutes yet?" <laughs> so. um, but it, it just struck me that no matter all of this stuff I'm, ab- I'm about to lay on you, you also have to, we also, I also have to balance it out with play and goofing off with him and, and loving the, the, the day. When the list is over playing and and doing silly things and 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 being a uh, a family even if it's just the two of us right or involving a greater community building a bigger village um or if it rains and it's just us or he goes for a bike ride because he's got to figure out ways to self-regulate from his own frustration so just remember that everybody's life is different but this is what our day of interventions would look like okay so as far as chores um, I have to remember that, and it all started basically, wh- it, my best fading of prompts started when we had the um, uh, the stay-at-home stuff after spring break, right? COVID, nobody was going anywhere. And so I decided that I'd been doing way too much of his own laundry and helping him get his clothes in the right place and keeping them at, at a convenient spot for me. And so I realized that was all nuts. So I had to put everything up into his room. We, we put it in the right place. We hung it on the hangers. We did whatever we had to do. He told me where he wanted the shirts and the underwear and the, all the other things. We sorted it out in his room. And then I promised I wasn't going to be in charge of it anymore. So um, it can't be convenient for me. It's got to be him doing the work. So his stuff is now all up in upstairs where his room is. And he needs to be in charge of, and he's 90% there on bringing down his own laundry, uh, the sheets, the towels, whatever. Um, Sometimes I have to send him up to get (laughs) them, but I cannot tamper. It's got to be him doing the stuff. So um, he loves the pressing the buttons on the washing machine, right? And he's learning how to self-regulate pouring out the soap and separating the colors and running that machine and then moving it from the washer to the dryer and then from the dryer to the clean again and so more than once I've hauled something out of the dryer and it stunk. I thought wait a minute we're getting our sequence all out of whack here. So I try to be systematic of the dirty clothes aren't on the floor or I don't put something in the washing machine waiting for a half load. I need just to keep it in some kind of a hamper or make it look like it's yet to be washed right (laughs) because he's going to open up the washing machine look in there and say okay fine you're ready to go into the dryer so um just have a good system for however that that laundry is going to look and then don't rescue right so anytime i'm tempted to move the plane a little bit faster by getting out and pushing it i realize nope that's going to work against every single thing that we've been working on dishes all right so we started off again right backward chaining which is really not anything much different than fading your prompt. So for years, we've been working on whatever the process is to do the last thing with independence and then keep doing more and more toward the front of the process with mom backing off. So the intention there is that when you say fade your prompt, that means that you get your kid rolling, right? And then you step backwards, step backwards, step backward. And so then pretty soon they're on their own moving along. So, it's not that much different from backward chaining. So, just remember that the less we say, the less we we remind them, or look at it this way, what is it that I'm going to say for the 372nd time that's going to be that much more brilliant, that much more enabling than all the ones I'd said before, right? I'm just nagging and, and trying to make things go on my time schedule, and that doesn't mean that that fits with anything he's trying to do or cares about. So allow extra time, all right, for the process. We still have this languish of, uh, languishing of the, uh, the summer. I don't mean languish like um, despair. I mean more languid, right, just kind of slow. And as we get ready for the school year, there's going to be some things that won't get done. Uh, they have to be this, the, the lowest priorities of stuff. I'm not exactly sure what that looks like yet, but he won't go faster just because I nag him. Right? You're not going to go faster just because your kids nag you. In fact, we're going to dig in, aren't we? And I'll tell him, the more you nag, the slower I go. So it works kind of reciprocity there. All right. So dishes, we started off with, um, we started off with the coming out of the, the clean dishwasher and I would say, all right, open the drawer up and match them. We started with the silverware because you could find in the silverware drawer and, and that was back when we were doing the Pecs exchange. So matching is a concept from very early ABA. You gotta find the things that match. So he would start matching the silverware and then we would move into cups. And now even to this, this day, I will still take away the really sharp knives or I will uh, take the glass, glass stuff that's up high on the shelves and I'll help him out with that. So if it's dangerous, then I'll help put those clean dishes away. But if it's just hard, like climbing up on something to get the stuff on the pot rack, on those hooks, or get them down off the hooks off the pot rack, I'm gonna let him do that. So we started off again uh, matching with silverware then into plates and bowls, plastic first, and then the heavier stuff, the ceramic, and then lastly was the larger things. And then there's the the odd onesies, you know, like um, uh, spatulas or measuring cups or t- 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 pizza cutters, things like that, right? So um, sometimes he'll take a shortcut <laughs> and I'll find a little pile of stuff somewhere when I when I'm not expecting to find it, like he cheated. <laughs> And, oh, dear God, we talk about the cheating all the time. But that's, I'll get to that at the end there. So, and then back to the dishes. So as time has gone by, um, sometimes I'll do it with him. Now we we are at the phase where I will say, do you want help with the dishes or do you wish to do it all by yourself? Do you want to do it now or do you want to do it later today? So I'll try to give him some latitude, but with some kind of a time boundary because I got my schedule of what I want to have done and I hate to come into a dirty kitchen in the morning. So the way we've evolved to is that the dishes will pile up um, and then when after he goes to bed I'll somehow get him in the dishwasher and then run it. So in the morning they're clean, I'll open the door, it's his job to get him in the right place. All right, And that's on his list on most days. Now we have spent some time on him putting the dirties in the dishwasher um, so try that. I also have a compost barrel. So he's gotten quite good at taking the little pile of, you know, vegetable leftovers and leaves and skins and stuff like that. The things that you would put into a compost barrel about taking it out into the backyard, opening up the little slide thing, dumping it in, closing the slide, and then spinning it several times. He actually kind of gets off to it. So, um, that's where I put all of the compost stuff. Okay, compost compostables. <laughs> um, I have not taken him to the grocery store lately with the COVID. Um, when I do come home, I go in the house, rouse him, and get him to come out and help me take them from the house, from the car to the house, and then put them in the right spot. So he unloads with the groceries. In the old days, I would take him to the store and I would give him pla- I would give him tasks to go find. Articles, stuff to go find. Go find the carrots. Go find the pick something else. Th- pick something out that you want in the store. Um, meet me. Find me. You got to find me. That goes back to the um, the game of uh, um, find me in the store, which is a couple of blog posts. But that's a, another topic. Getting letting your kid get lost in the store. Finding you. Um, someone directing them to run out to the parking lot. <laughs> that was a mess, but. A different day, so I'm not going to digress. But sticking to the topic here, um, so acquiring the the, uh, the the stuff from the grocery store, he still kind of does his, the wrong thing with his fingers and touching in the mask. So we just, I, he doesn't go to the grocery store with me. Now the cooking, right? So if you look at the Facebook, I've done some hashtag cooking with John, and um, our dear friend Edith sent us uh, sent Chef John a set of kid friendly chef knives. I did some, uh, there's some posts in Facebook about that. Um, so please check that out if you would like. When I do record them, I ask his permission ahead of time and he's, he's enjoying it now and we'll pick something that is, um, we haven't really done a recipe yet where he has to read from a card and figure out what's one fourth of a teaspoon. We aren't at that stage yet, but he can sure flip and cut and uh, flop and stir and find and retrieve and all of those kind of things. So, how a guy cooks, all right? Like what's in the kit, what's in the fridge? Leftovers, all right? Slop them together, stir them up, heat them up, don't burn yourself, plate them, put them on a plate, eat it, all right? And that's kind of how a guy, I guess, cooks. <laughs> so um, anyway, the uh, we try, we've been using different, um, we're preparing different dishes. I usually give him some choice in it. So I would say go and look at the cook, cooking with, hashtag cooking with John series that we're doing on Facebook. And eventually I'm going to compile those and put them on a YouTube. It's not pretty, guys, okay? If he flops on the floor, I got footage of that. Um, I promised that I wouldn't um, color it, uh, flavor it, prettify it. Um, So I will stop recording if all of a sudden I've got to do something to help. Well, you know, like um, something has (laughs) just been dumped all over the top of the stove and somebody's going to get burned or um, we have to get his hands washed. I'll stop the footage, but you can pretty much tell that I, i you know, If he has a hissy, it's in there, okay? So um, it's pretty much real life. See if your kids like to do that kind of thing. We started uh, a cooking, watching some cooking channels. (laughs) Uh, He picked Gordon Ramsay from YouTube. Go figure that. We uh, looked at the Disney Channel, some uh, kid family cooking shows that didn't hold his attention as much. Um, But uh, I think cooking shows are great, and I think you can find them of all different entertainment values, right? So check that out too. Vacuuming, all right. So the hardest part for him was the uh, executive functioning handling of the cord. It wasn't so much, well, I also found out that straight lines are just, I mean, it's like this dysgraphia. He, He doesn't write in a straight line. He piles the letters up. So dysgraphia is a big old truth in our life. He'll get to the, he'll start at the middle of the page He'll write to the end, he'll curve and go down, or he'll just start piling the letters on top of each other. And you'll see in the Facebook posts, hashtag list. And sometimes I'll model it cursive, and then he has to either cursive or draw pictures. Uh, He'll write it on the right-hand side. So we're still keeping up with the modeling and then trying to print. And more than once I've said, what is that? That's ugly. Erase it. We'll start over, or I'll make him read it back to me and he can't tell what's, what it is. So, um, and then trying to draw pictures, labeling the pictures, trying some cursive here and there. He sometimes just ad hocs a little cursive whenever he can. Uh, so, you just keep at it. I, I don't know what to say other than multimodal wins the day. That's fancy teacher speak stuff that says you got to try everything. So we'll try pictures. We'll try cursive. We'll try singing the list. We'll try writing the list. We'll try any different way to, for language processing to try to have it relevant to him that he cares about. And then, <laughs> so we started off to, with a with a rug that had some good straight lines on, and then another rug that had just a. Border, and then another rug that had a table on the top of it. So there's a border, but the legs are in the way, so it's not clear sailing. And then another <clears throat> rug. My now we're on the pink one that happens to be in my room, which is more just the uh, three side outline around the bed. And then sometimes some carpet, um, either in the closet or in uh, <clears throat> a different one, a different room in the house. So, and then I added baseboards. <clears throat> with a wand and a little brush, and all, every time, so this has been our Sunday afternoon for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then every time, um, he has to wrestle with the cord. Now the good news to all of this is, they get better, and they figure out how to pull the cord with just enough tension to wind it on, right? To wind it on, wind it off, Um, to drag it into the next room, or wind it up and drag it into the next room, to take put the wand on or you take off the wand, we call it a sword. I say, do you want the sword or do you want the brush? And this last Sunday, he actually was changing those accessories without me being there. So I also have to fade how much, Uh, hovering I do with the vacuuming. So in the very earliest of days, there was hand over hand and he was not happy with that. So I then would just keep fading my prompt as each time we would get into the vacuuming, I would just shut up more. And eventually I said, well, just let me know when you want me to check. And then now I'm asking him next week, I'm asking him to do his own checking because that's the whole thing, right, is if you are going to backward chain, if you are going to fade your prompt, then that means mom, zip it. So I'm not supposed to say anything. Uh, he he will get frustrated. Oh, this last Sunday, it was, um, he was trying to do, he, I said, do you want to do baseboards this week or next week? He said this week. Wow. And I give him the choice of you want to sweep or you want to vacuum and I'll do the other one. And then through the course of doing the chores, I'll say, would you like to trade jobs? So I'm always giving him empowerment, uh, but I but I think he really likes the vacuuming. And we've gotten past that worry about the noise. And we've gotten past the frustration of the patterns on the rugs or the no patterns. What the heck's a straight line? Because when, when we first started, the whole idea of, you know, like you mow the grass with the pattern... That was foreign to him. He didn't care one bit about catching all the square inches of things. I would do some hand over hand with them to try to get him to understand, okay, vacuuming this rug, we're not just slap dashing random, you know, strokes to this thing. The idea is that you cover. I said, we got to paint everything. I said, we've got to color everything. I said, we've got to cover everything. I would keep trying different verbal analogies, a little hand over hand, a little pointing, and it, it somehow it's worked. So that's what multimodal is. We're trying different modalities, different ways of, of, of trying to help it get into our kids' brains then as we added baseboards, right. And now he wants me not in the room. Oh, I was going to tell you what happened this last Sunday. So it's an upright vacuum cleaner. And he had a, co- he had the, the long hose on it and he wasn't paying attention. He pulled it. It fell over top heavy, bonked him on the head. And he was, he popped up so frustrated, uh, <laughs> and came at me just like, you know, wailing away. And I, uh, I knew enough from taking martial taking him to martial arts all these years. <laughs> I know my legs are my strongest thing, so I just put my foot out and hold, held him at bay while he flailed away. And then pretty soon he calmed down. Pretty quickly he calmed down. And we talked about if you get mad, you just can't hit anybody. So, um, and then we talked about paying attention. And so we have our highs and our lows. Please, uh, please understand that, right? And so those pictures of him flopping on the the floor during cooking and flopping on the rugs during vacuuming those are real (laughs) those are real events but i just turn away i just remove the audience and let him take his time to get back up in the groove Um, unless we're cooking and he's flopped on the floor in which case or he's walking away so we have a lot of walking away problems at our house and i don't let him get away with that soon he'll be back in school and he's not going to get away with walking away from teachers so um, I have to intervene to get him to come back into the room or to come back from wherever he went because he'll get all huffy and stomp off or he, th- or he will think he's really cute and, and, and that's not going to be, it's not funny, right? So getting him to come back to the point to, to, to leave the least amount of times, to be gone the least amount, to come back and to apologize, not so much to me, but to anybody else with whom he's working, I'm sorry I walked off. Okay, that's constantly going on. So just through all of these chores, we're constantly working on. Uh, do you want to trade jobs? Would you? Which part do you want to do today? And if he's ready to pop his cork, then we'll just like after he decided he was gonna. He got wonked in the head with the, the upright vacuum. I just we just skip toilets you know, and instead he went out for a bike ride. So I can tell when he is totally hacked because he'll just walk out of the house and the next thing I see is the back of his head is he's just riding away on his bike. But you see, that's the thing that you can help establish for your kid is whatever your, your boundaries are for safety is that we've now built up so that if, if, if I know he's going for, on a bike ride, the garage door will be up and he'll be gone. I mean, the, the garage door will be up. So that's my big fat clue. And he'll go off in different directions and I let him go. It started off his 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 strike out for independence um had I was nervous and worried there was no shoes. there was no phone. there was no helmet, there was no shirt. <laughs> he just went off um and I had turned my back for a second. I thought he was going to go down to the stop side, so turn around and come back. Well, stupid mom, no and that was several years ago when he got um I thought he was lost on Christmas Day and I was out like a lunatic calling 911 and he'd actually just made a big square in the neighborhood and come back and he was fine and I was out making a fool of myself in my pajamas <laughs> in the neighborhood on Christmas morning um another story for another time okay so I also wanted to um cover uh providers I was asked about providers Um, So from the beginning, we did speech-language pathology, we did speech, but we aren't doing that right now. I try to use as much of a variety of vocabulary, whether we're reading together, which we try to make sure we do 20 minutes of that, either he reads to me while I'm cooking, or we read together after we've eaten. Sometimes if I'm doing it right, we sit on the couch and read together, but at least 20 minutes a day, like every day, like every day. On the list. So for OT, we've always um, uh, put our money where our mouth is for our team there. Um, we have had clinical at Texas Children's. We're doing non clinical right now with Ability and Beyond, um, and they are using interactive metronome, we're using astronaut training, we're using, um, oh, um, uh, all kinds of bilateral. You can look at the posts that I put in Facebook. I, I tag, I hashtag, I, I put the placement there. So you should have a you should have a pretty good idea of what some of the different um, uh, interventions that we do there is. Since we've gone with COVID back and forth more than once, now we have resumed. Uh, we've used Zoom, and that's a little different kind of a thing. I basically cannot walk away if my kid's on an OT Zoom or an OT or a Zoom with the um, uh, tutoring, the language processing stuff, because he'll get into trouble really fast. I might be able to be in the next room, but if I'm out in the yard doing something because some else, some other distraction's going on, he'll take advantage of that. So um, a Zoom event means mom's engaged at least seventy-five percent of the time with it. I try not to hover. I try not to take away their authority. But if John starts, um, you know, pulling um, hij- hijacks on him, I'm going to um, uh, demand that he shows more respect for them. We're getting ready for school behaviors. And once he starts to feel safe with them and comfortable with them, then he'll, uh, he'll see how far he can push. <laughs> so it's kind of a backdoor compliment. But it, it, you can't really tolerate it, right? So anyway, to let you know that we've, we've tried our best with the Zooms for him. Um, so with the reading, the language processing, um, we have been going down into Houston for uh, several years, seeing Dr. Bergman, Texas Reading Institute. Our favorite guy there has been Philip. Then as the uh, Texas Reading Institute, the Woodlands opened up, we switched to them, and we now have at least... 150 pure hours of their time, not counting all the time that I have spent with John, trying to do the same kind of thing. So we are, uh, how, how can I say this? They thought their original statistics was 60 to 80 hours and you should be caught up. Where we're at double that and we're not caught up. So, you know, I think what it means is that uh, meeting John where he was, was a pretty deep hole. And, um, but you can't quit. you just been at it. And so basically, let's see, he's almost 14, near 13 and a half. And we've been doing this 24-7 really with this team since age two, really without much diddly-dallying around at all. So that's a lot of 24-7s there. Um, we do fast forward with the oversight at uh, uh, the, the OT oversight at Ability and Beyond. So that's for auditory processing. That is about um, let's see three games, uh, four games, maybe, so about thirty minutes a day. His least favorite. every once in a while, I'll let him choose one thing to skip. It's always fast forward, always. <laughs> um, it's it he hates it. <laughs> So, and then he clunks, right? So he's just like slapping through it. And um, we have a few things that he's got to earn, certain shirts for um, martial arts or other choice goodies. And if I hear him clunking, well, I, I tell him, I'm going to eat your ice cream, dude. So I've actually done some pretty, n- not, uh, um, some pretty desperate mom things <laughs> to get his attention. I really have eaten his hamburger. I really have thrown his ice cream in the, in the trash. Um, if that's what it took, I'll be miss nice guy as long as it's useful. But at some point they just push it to the edge of your gangplank and then, okay, if that's the way you want to play. I'm not going to nag. I'm just, you just, it's going to be gone. Um, and then I do not renegotiate. It's got to, then it holds that until the end of the day. And then we try to start over again tomorrow. I've got lots of podcasts that I've done on all these behavior interventions, but trying to stick to just the providers and and the chores and then uh, what we've been doing. So Elephant Math, uh, we spend $35 a month on um, Elephant Math. It's got great analytics, um, about 25 minutes a day, lots of tracking. The analytics go back to the school district for the ARD process. I can absolutely recommend it. Take off all of the other voice accents except the English-based ones. And even then, the Australian ones, the British ones, are a bit funky. He has to learn how to handle funky dialects. It's okay. Math Ninja came to us because my friend Edith said she had been using that with her kids in the past for an equivalent to MASH flashcards, multiplication tables, we call it fluency, fluidity, um, just the quick memory of math. And in the past, I have tried touch math with him. We abandoned that for a reason, and I've not gotten back to it for a good reason with the school. But we, the Elephant Math and the Math Ninja, the Math Ninja is a free app, and that's we do that 15 minutes a day. And it's kind of got a lot of, you know, Star Wars background to it um, extraneous noises. So not my favorite, but, um, um, it's, it was recommended. So, and then see that, oh, also we've always done martial arts as far back as I can remember. So at least four years, five years, we started with Taekwondo, then Brazilian Jitsu, some karate, another studio, and we're back to karate now we're very happy with that. We're very happy with where he is. I don't think that he's trying harder now than when he did back in the beginning. Videos I have of him in his very first year or two, he gets more loft, puts more joy into it. But he still shows up and he's willing to and I just it's just such a good all-body midline crossover bilateral executive functioning, motor planning, muscle core strength building gig with other kids, peer modeling, moving, calisthenics, aerobic, where's his body in space, proprioceptive, vestibular, exercise for the right amount of money. And now we're going back to studio. We did that Zoom for a while. Um, You know, it's hard to keep the kids engaged in Zoom. You guys know that, right? So mom's in the background, right? Doing shenanigans, trying to help him stay on task. I bet that happens at your house too. Back in the studio now is better. So three times 45, one hour and then 245. So two and a half hours a week for a month. And we're paying just a little bit over a hundred. So I think it's excellent value for the money. We have done scouts in in the past, not anymore for some reasons. Same thing with I-9 basketball, we did that for a long time. It's been awesome. I think we'll go back to it. In his earlier years, he had more enthusiasm for it. I think that as he gets older and his peers get bigger, stronger, faster, his he's more aware of it, of, of his challenges. Now he does play a year or two down, younger, and everybody seems to know who he is. <laughs> Uh so we would definitely I would definitely sign him up again for I-9 basketball, without a doubt. As far as faith, uh we did go through uh Sunday school and neurotypical confirmation at our church. We did the memory work, no modifications. I kept all the memory work in the car and we were just on it every time we were in that car. That was back when we were driving every day, right? Remember those days? <laughs> And we currently um, then moved into the media team at church and John was helping me run the cameras and um, being a good little sidekick. Uh, that's taken a hiatus here and we hope to get back to that soon once COVID, some of the, the uh, you know, the shutdown is, eases up a little bit. He always has his bike and the other day he picked a scooter, which was interesting because I heard a bunch of banging around in the garage and then next thing I know, he's on a scooter instead. Now, he chose the scooter. He's still got no shirt, no shoes, no helmet, and off he goes. I, I let him take those risks. Um, I, I let him take those risks. Just like when he went cooking uh, and burned himself, <laughs> he now knows what that red circle of, uh, you know, what that means on the stove. We have an electric stove, so that's, I think, a bit of an advantage compared to the gas. But in all of his interactions with his peers... It's every year has been less and less mom's job to be cruise director and more and more his job. Now, recently, when his dad passed, I think something happened with the family plan from Matt, from his dad. So recently, his text messages and his data on his phone has stopped working. So I thought about putting it on my family plan, and then I realized, wait a minute, I already put him on WhatsApp and Messenger for Kids, and that's a little bit of an elite thing, and he's not getting a bunch of, of, of crap coming into him on text messages, so he's got a little bit of protection there, so I'm just leaving it with WhatsApp, and if, a few, if, if he only has 10 contacts... And he's only got five people that he works, uh, he might visit their island on uh, Animal Crossing. We've been working on a, a little bit of mini multiplayer, right? Just a little bit of meeting somebody on the internet to play games. A little bit of Minecraft, a little bit of Animal Crossing. Although right now he's still got a, a, a tent full of junk and no house and not even a sleeping bag in his Animal Crossing. But we're figuring out, he has at least I caught a bug for him, that was pretty cool. For any of you guys, do an Animal Crossing, so that's a great game to play for chores and and just kind of you know the tedium of life, right? And following directions and trying to figure out stuff. Um, so anyway, back to cruise director, his job. I tell him all the time, I said John, if you want to go find friends, you can either go get on your bike and go knock on the door, or you can text them, or you can kid messenger them. You could call them if you want. He usually never calls. Although we do video call. So we've got a handful of people we video call and uh, that's awesome too, right? Um, we video call with our, our Saxton almost every night and a few other friends too. So, But again, his job, not mom's job. All of this is less and less and less my job and that's a really big thing to share with with each of us to remind us that it might move a little slower and i might have to count to 20 instead of counting to 10 and his room might look a little messy and the dishes may not be exactly in the right spot does it really matter does he feel good that he did well and would i ever let him see me rearranging the dishwasher on him if he did that no i would not um you should never let anybody see you rearrange the dishwasher right just don't 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 undermine somebody's self-esteem that way <laughs> please. Um, I also wanted to share briefly, so from the get-go, we've always done biomedical. Uh, we've paid attention to his immune system because he almost died. He had an anaphylactic reaction to fire ants at 21 months, almost died more than once. He had years of vaccines of fire ant formic acid, all ground up fire ants, I had to make sure that he was as healthy as possible, he gets the vaccine, we recalibrate his immune system, he's now at a place where he doesn't need the EpiPen, he can get bit by a few fire ants, and it doesn't kill him, but it did once so damn close to dying, and then it happened again, so I'm actually quite aware of what an anaphylactic reaction looks like. So, but he's lucky now we've recalibrated away from that. So, but but we know that was a major, major shot of inflammation into his system. And I don't think we fully have recovered from that yet. So we pay attention to all things biomedical. We've been using Dr. Stewart um, for, oh my goodness, 13, 12 years now. We also do nutritional balancing with Dr. Wilson. Rosemary Slade is our practitioner. She uh, uh, also helps us with the quantum reflex integration, so cold lasers. She comes in to us as an occupational therapist, working on different areas than his occupational therapist does at school or with the uh, the grip of the pencil, um, with the non-clinical, or anybody else is trying to help him. He's just got this wretched, unique four-finger grip on a pencil. We're trying to go to a two, maybe three-finger grip um, Miss Kathy's working on that with him some. Um, but he just he would just as soon take that pencil and throw it across the room quite frankly. So fine motor and crafting. Huh. Someday he'll craft because he wants to, but I'll probably be an old lady <laughs> by then. Um, so I also just wanted to to finish up by saying that you got to also add in play and goofing off and taking breaks and and, and letting him realize, He's got to realize when he's about ready to pop his cork, right? And so, if I could, if if, if he or I start to feel that heat um, from inside, then one of us has got to say, take a break. One of us has got to say, oh man, we got to start over. One of us has got to take the audience out of the room. Um, some days we have more people with us, and some days it's just he and I, or just just him, <laughs> or just me. Uh, I am always uh, grateful for those moments when he gets on his bike and tries to self-regulate. I'm grateful that he is uh, trying to figure out some ways to move his body and get Mother Nature and sunshine and freedom into his heart and soul. At the same time, the house is quiet. Oh my God, the house is quiet. Like right now, I do these podcasts late at night. I mean, I'd rather be watching Hamilton right now, but (laughs) the house is quiet and I can think. I'm sure you all have that too, is that when the kid's around, I don't really do much anything other than mom, right? Or I try to pack the day, pack it the day, schedule the day. So there's little bits of whenever he's working on his self-directed activities, then I can he can be in the same room with me, but I can try to get a little bit of something done. Um, but if I get too ambitious and I'm frustrated, then I've made a bad choice. So... Sometimes there's just nothing except put them to bed, and then get your second wind, and then go as fast as you can until you crash. <laughs> and that may not be everybody's best plan. All right, um, it happens to be my my situation right now. We also have a an animal, so poor Spike gets the best and the worst. John is in charge of the feeding and the brushing, and the um, sometimes he does a poor job of walking. I've gotten some feedback from the neighbors that John's always not the kindest to the dog, but also Spike has never been dog broken. So he's, his social skills are really poor. So when we take him for walks, he's a pretty strong dog. And if I don't go on the walk with John, because a thousand reasons why I don't want to go on a walk with a dog, um, then it's not enough for, he doesn't have, John doesn't have enough skills to keep Spike in the right lane. Um, if there's somebody bigger, stronger, that can go with him, great. But it's really not that kid's job to teach John about being the best owner to Spike. So Spike just mostly gets to stay in the backyard. We have a big backyard, and he gets to poop wherever he wants, and he can come in the house. So yeah, we've got. I've got some guilt about the dog. Um, I got a guilt about a lot of things, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not going to do anybody any good. So I just wanted to share that. Um, So that's in a nutshell, that's kind of what our day looks like. Um, Again, you won't be able to do all of that first day out, but just um, once you start something, don't quit it. That's the best thing I can say. And then each time add one little tiny bit more. And the fluency, uh, like say, for example, the vacuuming, we haven't gone backward on any parts of it, but I don't have to, we're not at that teaching hand over hand mode anymore. I bet if I left it in the in the laundry room, he'd still go get it. But other than that, I just wheel it, it's an upright. I just kind of park it somewhere where he will see it. And after we're done with our online church, I say, um, you want to eat or you want to clean?" And he'll give the answer, and then I'll say, "You want to sweep or do you want to vacuum?" And then I'll say, "You want to do baseboards now or do you want to do them next time?" And so a little bit of variation so it's not a routine. John never gets to have a routine. I am always adding something random to it or different order or adding something new, just anything so they have to get used to chaos, have to be okay with turbulence, have to be okay with something different other than their nice, easy little groove. So that's one thing I would say is just always give a change-up pitch. Don't let them... And yes, you'll have a little bit of squawking up front. And yes, there's a lot of people that would say let them get comfy in their groove. I say no. Uh, John's not being raised that way and um, we're, he's gonna be okay for that um, I'm not harming him <laughs> he can adapt to change really pretty well and I step back you know just metaphorically and let him tell me what needs to be done so some of the best things I do is just zip it just shut up Gail just wait and see what he's gonna what he's gonna say or what he's gonna do and you'll see your child step into that pride that that self-esteem that that proud of what they're doing um, and also research says that if you want to if you want to give someone praise, a great way to do it is not to them but let them overhear you say it to someone else about them and not in a loud way in kind of a secretive way. So whenever I get the opportunity I'll say to someone within John's hearing, I'll say something really great about what he's doing. And leave it like that. And his little ears prick up and he kind of, you know, gets a look on his face. And I can tell that he's he's registering it. I can tell that he's assimilating it. So, okay. I know way too much information. Just wanted to share. Thank you for your time. Um, we'll be talking about something else next. And um, may we all find peace. Okay. Talk to you soon. Thank you for your time. Bye-bye.